Hello everyone, welcome to episode 64 of Unfiltered. Today I had my friend Ben on the podcast. He is a senior and he's from New Zealand. And basically <laughs> on this podcast, I just interviewed him um, about those two things. And so kind of talking about his his experience being international and also um, transitioning uh, from growing up in New Zealand to going to school in America and what that kind of looked like. And then also, just his thoughts and emotions in terms of the past four years at Harvard, the biggest lessons he's learned, and how he's feeling about graduating, because it's coming up really soon, which is crazy. So yeah, hope you guys enjoy this podcast. I had a lot of fun recording, um, and I think we talked about some really cool things. In terms of my favorites for this week, I actually have a lot of specific ones. Okay, the first one, I talked about this last week, but Life Alive is the best place in the square, aside from Blue Bottle. But Life Alive is so good. It's this cafe that serves food and coffee. I think I said this last week, but it serves food and coffee, and you can sit down because they have Wi-Fi and outlets. So sometimes I'll legit spend like six hours there, and I'll eat breakfast and lunch, and I'll just sit there and do work, and I love it. It's so fun. Um... My favorite things there are the avocado toast with feta, the pineapple smoothie, the watermelon poke, the avocado salad, and the spicy peanut noodles. Like, I feel like I'm going to get sick of it because I go every day, but so far that hasn't happened, so fingers crossed. Um, Another thing that's been my favorite uh, is the energy drink Alani New. So I used to drink a lot of Celsius, but then I kind of got tired of the flavors because I would get every flavor and drink them like in sequence but then I had tried all the flavors and then I'm, I had had them a couple times and then I was like I'm kind of tired of Celsius so my friend Allie actually recommended a lot of new to me and it's actually like it might be better than Celsius I don't know uh, I've been drinking a lot of new pretty much every day which is also probably not good because I've been having a lot of caffeine um but it's they have really good flavors and I feel like I always have like a new favorite drink so I would say my drink of the choice right now is Alani New. It's also a great pre-workout. And um, another favorite is the brand We're Not Really Strangers. They have really cool hoodies and and shirts and sweatshirts. So I recently got two hoodies. One of them is black. I'm wearing them right now. And the back of it says, or the front of it says, meeting you is a nice accident. And the back of it says, I'm so happy we met in big letters. And then I also got a red one. You guys don't care, but I got a red one. Um, The front of it says, we're not really strangers. And the back of it says, um, how's your heart feeling? So just really cool, like graphic design hoodies, really good quality, very comfortable and soft. Um, So if you're looking for like a good company to buy hoodies from, I would recommend that. And then the last favorite I have is um, 88 Rising, which is just a collection of artists. And I've just been listening to them a lot. So yeah. My low moment was that I had an organic chemistry exam yesterday that I spent all weekend studying for, and I'm tired. I'm really tired. Maybe that's the reason why I've been really into energy drinks recently. (laughs) Um, Yeah, I don't know. Organic chemistry tests are never, like, even after I finish, I still don't feel great, but I'm glad it's over, so yay, even though my next exam is in less than a month. Um, Yeah. And then for my highlights, so my best friend from home, Austin, is coming to visit. He's actually been on this podcast before, but he's coming to visit me this weekend, and we are going to Montreal. We're going to do a little road trip, 
and I'm excited because I really just need an escape. And my other highlight is that I have been playing guitar. So I used to play guitar a lot freshman year, um, but I just, I don't know, I haven't played it in so long. And it's kind of just been sitting there in the corner collecting dust, which is really sad. Like, I, I feel like I have time, but I also don't have time. But then also it never really crosses my mind to play it. But last night I actually played a little bit for the first time. And it actually made me so happy. So hopefully I still, I keep playing it. Um, I think it was a big part of my life and also a big part of my identity last year. But I guess just this year it's... I don't know, I don't really have like opportunities to play it anymore. Um, in high school, I'd play a lot with my friend. We would just do gigs or I'd play in my room. Um, but I guess, yeah, I don't know. I just don't really get around to it as much. Um, but last night was really nice. I thought I had like forgotten how to play everything, but I, I hadn't. But I definitely, I definitely lost my calluses. So my fingers kind of hurt. But yeah, that was just like a mini little highlight for the week. Um, but I think that's going to wrap the intro. Thanks guys for sticking along, um, and for continuing to listen every week. It really means a lot. And thanks Ben for being on the podcast. I hope you guys enjoy this episode and without further ado, let's get on to the first segment. Hey everyone, I'm currently sitting next to Ben. If you want to give a little intro, Ben, go ahead. Hi everyone, I'm Ben. Um, I'm a senior at Harvard studying molecular and cellular biology. And as you can probably tell from my accent, I'm from New Zealand. So yeah. That's not why I asked you to be on the podcast. <laughs> so you can have someone with a really cool accent for once. Um, and then Ben is also a senior. Did you already say you're a senior? I did say I'm a senior. Okay, Ben yeah. is a senior. And I'm super old. Yeah, and you're pre-med. Mm-hmm. And where did you just get into? <laughs> <laughs> I just got into Harvard Medical School, so I'll probably be sticking around for another four years. Where are you going, like, for sure? Um, like, 95% sure, okay. yeah. <laughs> what are you waiting on? Um, just financial aid. Yeah. Oh, okay, okay. Mm. Um, so, yeah, I wanted to ask about, like, two main things. Like, first... Um, obviously you're from New Zealand, so wanted to get your perspective on being an international student at Harvard and then also just asking you like your thoughts on your overall Harvard experience because you're going to be graduating soon. So um, I guess like for the first uh, topic, can you just speak a little about um, your experience of being an international student here and how that's kind of like shaped your identity if, yeah. if it has at all? Yeah, I think it's really interesting being an international student because I think this is definitely different for no matter like what country you're from, um, because I'm from New Zealand, which you might think is like it's a Western country, mm-hmm. you know, grow up very similar, I grew up speaking English. So at mm-hmm. least it doesn't have the language adjustment. But surprisingly, there's a lot of like cultural things that are mm-hmm. different just between like the US and here. And I think one of the funniest things that happened when we first came to campus is that I did FIP, which is the first year international program. It's mm-hmm. like this pre-orientation program they make Mm -hmm. um, that they invite all the international students to do and one of the things one of the seminars that we sat through was like was like how to talk to Americans yeah it was like it was like how to be friends with Americans and it's it's, it's really funny Um, and then they were like going over like different things that were like different from people who were like back home versus like in America and then one of the things that were just like 
like Americans tend to talk a lot about like really shallow things. Like they, they, talk, they talk about the weather. There's a lot of like small talk. Um, and I think I definitely felt that because in New Zealand, there's like definitely a lot less small talk. It's either like you talk about like important things or you just don't talk at all. There's not really like space for a small talk. And I think, and I was like, no, surely not. Surely it's just normal. You know, like everyone just, yeah. talk. and then like for some reason I found myself in like the first three week of classes talking a lot more than the weather than I've ever ever talked That's about. So, so, funny. so I was like, maybe, maybe they're onto something. So yeah, oh. so that was like one of the many things that was like, ah, oh, that's a little bit. That's different. weird. Yeah. Wait, what were the other things that they said? I, I can't remember now. It was like three and a half years that's ago. So but, weird. Like, but but there was like a whole, and then they were like, oh yeah, Americans are like they they keep their distance from people. They're not like <laughs> the warmest. So then it's like it might be different than like back home where like people are like super warm. But hmm. maybe that's just like a big city thing yeah, as well. Yeah, yeah. Like, or just like a Boston thing. Yeah, potentially. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Mm. Yeah, it's, it's very different from New Zealand when everyone's like super friendly. It's, mm, yeah, that's interesting. But do you think, um, like, do you think now you're kind of more adjusted? Now yeah, you've been here. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But was yeah, it weird yeah. in the beginning? Yeah, no, it was really weird because it also felt like very unfamiliar, mm -hmm. um, and I was like super homesick as well, just being yeah. so far away from home, especially mm -hmm. because like a lot of other friends that I see, they could like go home in the middle yeah. of the semester for like a weekend. Yeah. I was, you're like, like halfway across the world. <laughs> yeah. Are you, um, have you been to, had you been to the U.S. before college? No, no, I haven't. So, mm -hmm. like, coming to college is, like, the first time that I've been here. Yeah. yeah. Obviously, I've, like, seen a lot, like, yeah. read a lot, but it's, it's actually different, the experience mm -hmm. being there versus just, like, seeing it mm -hmm. through, like, film or television. Yeah. And then were you, like, planning to come to the U.S. or did you want to stay in New Zealand or go somewhere else? You mean, like, after graduation? Oh, or... no, like, when you were applying for college in high uh school. Yeah, I think I think I've always wanted to come to the US just because of the education opportunity yeah. and like the research like mm -hmm. that's something that I never got during high school. Yeah. Um, just being able to experience that and being able to like I, I at first I was like, I don't want to be that close to home. But um, I was really homesick in my yeah. first semester. But I think being away from home is really great because I was able to be like much more independent because a lot of my friends who stayed in New Zealand ended up going to like University of Auckland, which is like mm -hmm. the local university, they just drove in each week yeah. and they, they, it was sort of like just high school again like whenever yeah, I go yeah. back to visit it's like everyone's still like yeah. still with the same group of yeah. people since yeah. high school it's like they haven't really like grown yeah. yeah no that makes sense yeah uh, so you said you were like really homesick your first semester so mm -hmm. I guess what was what was that overall experience like when you first got here obviously you're a freshman and yeah. everything's so new yeah, I think it was just like more to do with the fact that everything was so overwhelming being yeah. a freshman. You probably experienced that yeah. as well. Like mm -hmm. there was just so many different things going on, mm -hmm. um, like just being pulled in all kinds of directions that it's like, it, you feel very much so that you don't have like an anchor to anything. Like now I'm fine because I'm like a senior and I've yeah, done like all these different have, things yeah. and I sort of feel like I have like a solid anchor, like a group of friends that I'm able to like hang out with yeah. and stuff. But you don't really have that in freshman year. And I think that happens like everyone goes through that to some extent but even more so for international students who like have come all this way and yeah. they don't necessarily have as strong of a support network or even compared to people who like have high school friends or friends yeah. they knew from like summer programs mm -hmm. um come to harvard with them i think that that makes a big difference yeah yeah and then so do you think you were was it like the whole semester that was kind of hard like do you think spring semester was better or was it still kind of 
Yeah, I, I think spring semester. I think it got a lot better after I went back home. Okay. And I, like, <laughs> yeah. and I was like, oh, it's so yeah. nice being yeah, home. Yeah. yeah, I think I never appreciated how nice being back home was mm. until like being away for a semester and then coming yeah. back and I was like, wow, New Zealand's actually the, the best place in where, the whole world. Where in New Zealand do you live? I'm from Auckland. Yeah, oh, okay. so like the I don't city. know New Zealand. Yeah. Is that like on the coast? Uh, they're all on the coast. Okay. <laughs> Most of the places are on the coast. I don't know yeah. New so New Zealand's like in a very funny place. So it's actually like in a very narrow strip of the country. So there's actually coast on both sides. So there's both like oh. the east and the west. Um, so it's in a very narrow strip of the country, and it sort of sits right between. Mm. Um, and it's very beautiful. It has a lot of volcanoes. Um, oh wow! Yeah. Did you grow up like where you were born there? No, oh, so I was born in China, and I moved oh. to New Zealand when I was six. So, so do you remember China? I do, yeah, 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 like fragments of it. Okay, yeah. that's cool. Mm. Um, okay, so another question I have is, I guess like with the identity part and kind of speaking on community, like do you think that international students at Harvard kind of tend to gravitate towards each other or did you just kind of like go on your own and like do your own thing? Yeah, so personally, I kind of went on my own and just yeah. did my own thing because like especially being pre-med is sort yeah, of like you yeah. just had a very regimented set of classes to take and mm. i didn't really i think this applied to like a lot of the new zealand and australian mm. students because it's like we all spoke english growing up so it's like yeah. very easy to just like mesh with other <laughs> english speakers which is like basically everyone i think people who came from like different countries where they might have spoken different languages growing up they tended to like have friends who spoke similar languages came from different like their same backgrounds i think mm -hmm. that made them feel more at home yeah. and comforting so i think there are definitely like blocking groups that i know of in my year who were like brazilian or portuguese and mm -hmm. and that was very nice to see that they were able to like build this community yeah. on campus for themselves um, yeah. just amongst all the hubbub yeah. of like campus mm -hmm. but like obviously everyone's like has a lot of different kinds of friends because Holland's such a big place. Yeah. Are there people from New Zealand that you're close with or is it? No, really? not really. No, like it's, it's a real shame actually, but it's just like, we're just interested in so many different things and it's hard yeah. to like, um, have time to be able to catch up. But every semester there's an Australian students dinner where they invite oh, like cute. the Australian and New Zealand. Oh, that's cute. It's very nice, but oh. they do it at like, it's like organized by like the, the faculty. I think they have like, uh -huh. like some sort of program for mm. it and it's at the faculty club and it's like very fancy mm. and they like give wow. you like wine and like drinks and like Dang. and like a fancy dinner that's cool at the faculty club. so that then yeah really that, cool. that's like we just catch up each yeah semester like that yeah. no that's really cool yeah um so in terms of like i don't know i guess like so do you think it has ever created not to ask you a deep question <laughs> but do you think it's ever led to like like, I guess, like, conflict or anything or, like, thoughts about your identity here? Or has it kind of just been, like, something that you are used to now? Or, like, do you ever feel like it's, like, sets you apart in any way or mm. holds you back or anything like that? Yeah, I don't think New Zealand, being from New Zealand necessarily holds me back, but mm. obviously there's a lot of, um, like, potentially racism if, if you come from, like, different backgrounds. I think yeah. one of the big things that's on my mind is just, like, citizenship and like different mm. opportunities that's only available to like u.s yeah. citizens which is really annoying 
um, which can be frustrating if you're like applying for scholarships and stuff. And then it's mm. like, you don't have access to those kinds of opportunities. Oh, so there's scholarships um, that are like only for citizens and stuff. Yeah. Yeah. So mm. most of the scholarships actually mm. are only for US citizens. Really? Like, like they'll, they'll be like, oh, here's this I like nice that. scholarship or fellowship. And they'll be like, oh, you must be like a junior and, or you must be like a full-time student. And then you scroll down to the bottom. And then the last one is like, you must like be a US citizen oh, or have frustrating. a permanent mm. resident visa or be like a DACA recipient. Uh, yeah. And so you can't be like a foreign national. Mm. Yeah. So that's like really frustrating, I guess. Um, and then also like not being able to work part, like you can work. So like the visa technicalities are that you can only work for the university during term time. Oh. And then if you want to work for something that's not the university or see funding, which is why like, first of all, places that's not Harvard or like universities just generally don't fund international students because there's a lot of like legal loopholes mm -hmm. and tax yeah. stuff. Yeah that they have to sort out. And then second of all, is that like, you need to sort out this thing called OPT, mm -hmm. which is like this like visa, like how to get like work authorization for mm -hmm. international students mm -hmm. during the summer. So it's like a lot of hoops mm -hmm. that they need. Like I'm fortunate in that I just did research all yeah. my summers here that I never like did an internship or something. But if I did an internship, then it's just like the headache of like mm -hmm. submitting different forms, paperwork and yeah. stuff. Yeah. Dang, I didn't know that like scholarships were mainly for citizens. But yeah. I guess I never like checked the terms and conditions. Yeah, you so like just I can do it. Yeah, that. like oh, I can totally do that. <laughs> huh, that's interesting. But then in terms of so I guess like not logistically, more about like identity stuff, like you don't really feel any sort of like it like being from New Zealand, you don't think that really like Yeah, I, I think I think I definitely had like a different background growing up. Yeah. So it might just be something like I mean, people here have all kinds of different backgrounds, even yeah. within the US, like it's so different. Yeah. And I think I, I've recently been doing a lot of like New York Times crosswords. Mm -hmm. So I think there are a lot of things that's, that'll be like from a childhood cartoon or something mm -hmm. like a, like a snack from mm -hmm. like growing up. Yeah. And then I'll be like, oh, what's, what's, what's this? Like, I'm like, I, I can't figure out that? this like <laughs> clue. And then they're like, oh, it's, that's so obvious. That's like so-and-so. That's like, like, what is like, that? like, that's like this like baseball player. And I'm like, what? <laughs> what? <laughs> like. Yeah. That's funny. So it's just like stuff like that. Yeah. And then like when you go back home to New Zealand, is it like the fact that you go to college in America, is that something that's like really looked up to? Is that like a really, I mean, I guess you're at Harvard, but, but like <laughs> yeah. aside from Har the Harvard I mean, part, you're probably no, when you go no. back home, you're probably like, Emily, like, you're so cool. No, not the Harvard part, but like being in America for college, is yeah. that like really something a lot of people try to do? Um, no, not really. I think so in my school. So my graduating class was 500 people and I think mm -hmm. maybe like 10 people went to the U S for college. So like the, the vast majority of people stay in New Zealand. Mm -hmm. And I think, um, yeah, I think they really, they really see people who leave like the growth that they have just because they're like far away from home. Yeah. They have to learn to be independent and they, and in New Zealand, like the, the curriculum is really like you study for a major and you don't and you only study the classes for that right like if you do like engineering then you only take engineering classes if you mm -hmm. study law then you just like immediately take like law classes you wouldn't do like gen ed like in like me i took like random architecture classes mm -hmm. and like styling classes yeah and i think just having that breadth of knowledge is like very different and being curious and interested in like a wide range of different things um is something that's very obvious for of people who like went to the u.s for school versus stayed back in new zealand and i think um I'm able to do uh, something where I basically just like switch like my mentality. So I, like when I'm back home with my friends and I'm sort of like, like a little bit of a degenerate and I'm like, come, come back. Mm -hmm. um, but when 
I'm like here or like talking to other friends who went back to the US, it's more like, yeah, there's just like more different stuff that yeah. we talk about. Yeah, yeah that, that makes, makes sense. sense. Um, and then also I was wondering, like, I feel like there's a lot of times where you can't go home on break. Like if it's mm. obviously like Thanksgiving break, which is really short, I feel like it's not worth it to go back home. Um, and then also like during COVID, I feel like yeah. you were stuck here or yeah. you're stuck in New Zealand. Mm. So what was that like? Yeah, I think I think I'm really fortunate to have friends who live in Boston. So like Dylan. Dylan. Um, so I live with like a really good friend called Dylan's house. Basically, he lives <laughs> in Boston. His parents been on this podcast <laughs> before. His parents basically adopted me. Oh, you know, so nice. like um, so I I stay at his house sometimes, or like I go and visit friends um, in other places, like. I have a really good friend in Stanford, mm-hmm. um, have some friends in New York. So um, yeah. being able to visit friends is really nice just yeah. within the country. And I guess when I was back home for COVID, that was sort of like really nice because I haven't been able to spend like a significant portion of time with my high school friends. So that yeah. was sort of like really bonded again yeah. over. And I think it's just different when you have a group of people that you grew up with yeah, um, and you really have this connection. That's not like the friendships that you make at college, which is like, I don't know, you have, you have similar interests mm. or like you are in the same dorm or whatever. Mm. You really have this, like it's you like were friends, you were yeah, friends for like just absolutely no yeah, reason. And yeah. now you're such different people, but you're mm. still friends, which is like yeah. something that's really valuable to me. Yeah. And something that I really treasure. Yeah. 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 So during COVID where, like when the mm. pandemic first started, were you able to go home when they kicked you off campus? Yeah, so I was at Dylan's house for two weeks because I, at first I thought I was going to do research in my lab potentially During, at the, yeah, like at the start of the pandemic because okay. our lab is a viral genetics lab. So I thought we could do like virology yeah. research. Um, that didn't end up happening because like the pandemic was a lot was worse really than we all thought. <laughs> yeah. And we were like, we don't know. Right? It was like back when it's like, maybe this virus is fine. Maybe yeah. this virus will kill you if you yeah. get it. So it's like, yeah, well, yeah. So, yeah. So, so now I decided to go home um where i was promptly locked down for like three months in, um, new, zealand. in new zealand yeah so new zealand had a lot of like lockdowns we just had to be at home so i just played a lot of video games yeah. with my friends i think that's one of the ways that i connect with friends back home is just play through mm-hmm. video games mm-hmm. um i think a lot of people like they lose contact with their friends from high school because they no longer have like shared experiences yeah. and i think playing video game playing league of legends is something that like <laughs> specifically. Yeah, specifically um is something that me and my friends That's really connect cool. over um mm. yeah but so was new zealand bad during covid or no, no 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 so it was completely you were still fine down, yeah so like... so they were locked down over like one case in the community just Whoa. to make sure it doesn't spread yeah. um and that was all to like just wait it out wait until there's like been a vaccine now new zealand's opening up and there's like a lot of cases but now like the strains are not as severe and yeah. like new zealand has like a 95 97 double vaccination rate mm. and then yeah. for but i guess like they were really strict so you weren't really able to leave and like come and go as freely right yeah yeah so so i came back for junior year um and then I went back for Christmas. And then when, when I go back, so during those one and a half years, whenever I wanted to go back, I needed to be quarantined for two weeks in like a government hotel, oh my God. which is like really intense and really bad. Um, like the hotel was fine. It's like a typical four star hotel, but like you couldn't leave. Like yeah. you can, you can leave your room to like walk because around. <laughs> you can, That's yeah, scary. you you can leave your room to like walk around the car park, oh but then like the that, car park. <laughs> That's the car park. 
and then they have like gates around and it's like like military people like oh watching it. so they had that because Wait, that's really like, like like because before it was just like a normal hotel and then like but then they just told them to like you have to stay for two weeks and then after two weeks you can go home but then people just up and like left or they would like run away <laughs> and then the government was like this is not okay <laughs> and then so they literally got like a police and military to like to like guard the doors and then so like and then i mean they probably won't do it like if you try to like jump again they'll probably like run after you but yeah. it's just like the hotel staff can't really chase after you because like they're yeah. like i'm not in but like yeah. if you put like soldiers yeah. there they're like they're like I, i've been waiting that my in, whole that yeah. was in prison <laughs> no honestly like by like day 11 or 12 i'm like is it worth like getting a felony to just yeah, like what? run away <laughs> so true. like i was like you know, how, how far can i realistically get from these soldiers so before they realize i'm missing yeah that's so weird and then i remember you were like trying to get back home mm. last year but then yeah. you couldn't so you had to do like a lottery system yeah so they had the lottery since like the beginning of 2021 um so i didn't go back all of 2021 just because like of this lottery system yeah. where they because everyone lived in like a government assigned hotel there's only l a limited number of hotel spots then like, which is way less than the number of people that want to come back so then they just ran a lottery system which is like mm -hmm. It's apparently, I've heard that it's the exact same system they use to like assign concert tickets during oh, concert what? sales. What? I didn't yeah. get a ticket for Olivia Rodrigo. Exactly. So <laughs> I'm upset. I'm really upset. I know. So, so then, first of all, that's triggering. And then, second of all, <laughs> <laughs> like, I, I lottery literally six or seven times. I didn't get it each that's time. So, so, like, each time they would release like 3,000 spots and then you would get like a place in line and then they would and then they would wow. go in order of like booking the dates based on your place in line. So each time there would be about 3,000 spots and I would always get like 20,000. Oh my god. <laughs> and then so there was so... there was no chance yeah. that I was like gonna get a spot. Yeah. Anyways. Um, but then in the last time my mom was like she's like you know you're just unlucky let me lottery <laughs> for you. And then she lottery for me and she got to there was 3,000 spots being released and she got like 2800 so i was like and, and you the, are unlucky yeah i'm so unlucky <laughs> um but but the reality of being 2800 out of 3000 is that there are 2800 people before you who got to select like their preferred dates so it was like it was like a window of like three months or like two months so i had lotteried in like late november for mm -hmm. like after all my finals to go back but then by the time that i went on the portal the only date available was like two days from then <laughs> oh my god and so it was like thanksgiving as well so it would, i would leave like right after thanksgiving and i hadn't like told any of my professors this so then like on thanksgiving day i like emailed all my professors being yeah. like hi That's, is it okay if i just yeah. like leave yeah. <laughs> and then the, the the worst part was for one of my classes i had a presentation that i needed to give like the next monday oh. and then like i couldn't even give that presentation online because i would be like literally flying yeah and then so luckily the professor was like super understanding no that's just good. let me do the presentation on zoom um, yeah. like, like record the presentation oh yeah wait so then you were home and then you came back for the semester yeah so i was back home after thanksgiving like two days after thanksgiving and then mm -hmm. i came back in january and like one semester started dang yeah. that's so weird so you yeah. missed like the last month that's just cool yeah but i didn't have any finals and yeah. i didn't have any assignments like yeah. that <laughs> so like in my senior year i've just really taken like the chillest classes yeah. honestly molecular and cellular biology like the concentration i was gonna do that concentration. it's not a real concentration it's what like, are you serious yeah it's like what? it's like it has no if you're a pre-med and you do mcb you have like no requirement 
What? I should have known that a long time ago. Yeah. Um, anyway, okay. That's okay. That's interesting. I didn't. I thought that you just like went home because you wanted to go home. Like no, I didn't know you were like waiting the whole year, yeah, and then you finally like... got it in November. <laughs> yeah. That's crazy. I, yeah. Exactly. Um. Okay. Uh, the last question I want to ask about this topic is, um, you mentioned that you're born in China and then you moved to New Zealand and now you're in America for school. So do you feel like that experience has influenced you in any way, mm. um, or? Were you just like too young to really remember like the the first move? Yeah, no, I think I definitely remember the first move. I mean, it's one of like the things that sort of define who I am. Just because like I like when I moved to New Zealand, I actually didn't know how to speak like、English. a single word of English,、mm -hmm. and then my parents literally dropped me off in school on the second day after moving here. Oh my god! So that was like、scary. a whole ordeal.、Um, how did you learn English? Trial and error. Really? <laughs> yeah. Did like... you, you didn't take classes or anything? You just like no, what? No. Yeah. So、That's、it was. It was... <laughs> <laughs> it was essentially just like yeah. It was like working out. I mean, Dylan always roasts me about this.、Mm -hmm. the, the fact that like I I don't know grammar because like I never learned grammar. <laughs> so I actually have like before college, before like doing like the SATs, where I actually kind of had to like learn grammar. Yeah. How my approach to grammatical rules was just like if. I would like read the thing in my head, and my, if I pause there, I'd like put a comma, <laughs> <laughs> and then and then like if it's like a longer pause, I'm like maybe a full stop goes、What? there. <laughs> so I have like zero knowledge、That's、of、insane. grammar,、um, just because like I learned everything、yeah. basically just as I went along,、wow. and I think, and I also went to like for primary school, like the first six years, like I, I think they call elementary school here,、mm -hmm. it's like the same,、mm -hmm. it's like until sixth grade, right?、Mm -hmm. um, I went to like a school in like a not so good area, like a very low income neighborhood,、mm -hmm. and that was like a really eye opening experience、mm -hmm. as well. Just being able to see like my classmates,、um, for example, not come to school with lunch or like not being、mm -hmm. able to afford shoes, and I think that's sort of what primed me into thinking about like the income gap and thinking、yeah. about like different health outcomes、yeah. for these different kids. And I think that's one of the things that's motivated me a bit to like pursue medicine to、mm -hmm. be able to like. Help people from these vulnerable communities、yeah. and to give back to the sort of communities that I grew up in. But like, obviously, like growing up as an immigrant, like I was, I was like bullied a lot,、mm. but um, not in the sense just like, sort of like teased because I was like, I I had absolutely no idea what's going on half the time <laughs> because I was like,、oh, yes. like I feel like a lot of times, like now that I think back, like oh, they were like making fun of me or like bullying, but then I actually just had no idea, so I wasn't sure. Does does that count as bullying? If like the person you're bullying Wait, isn't aware, is it because you couldn't speak English? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so you couldn't even understand. <laughs> yeah, I couldn't. Even... <laughs> so I was like, oh, that's really sad. <laughs> But yeah, I think I, I think it's definitely helped me become like really just adaptable, but also like、yeah. really chill and relaxed about everything. I think、mm. that takes off to my mom, who's also like just she's like whatever. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, that's yeah. Could your parents speak English when you moved? No, no, no. no. I mean, my parents could still barely speak English. Might be honest,、uh, mm. um, but no, no. My mom's like my mom's works as a nurse, so she she knows quite、yeah. a bit of English. But then my dad still basically doesn't speak English, so it's like、mm. yeah. So I speak Chinese at home, and that's how I was able to like keep up Chinese. Yeah. You know? No, you're、yeah. so good at Chinese. <laughs> that's so good. <laughs> Dang, I didn't know. Wait, because I feel like so you actually had to study grammar for the SAT. 
Yeah, yeah. Because I feel like for me, I just kind of like went you through like- You didn't knew grammar because you were no, privileged? No, no, because I was, like, I was like, oh, I'm not going to study the grammar part. It's just like, I just know it sounds right. But I, but like, I feel like studying for that would be terrible. Yeah, well, well sometimes it's just like, it's like a comma or like semicolon or something, right? Mm, You're like, mm, this mm. is like, just uncommon or like weird. But yeah, no, I actually d- did not know grammar wow. <laughs> before, before college. I mean, and I still barely know grammar now because like I just crammed up with the SATs and now I barely know it. You don't know grammar? So, but you can so, write. Like I could write, yeah. No, now, now yeah. I know a lot more than yeah. before college. Like yeah. if, I, if you read my writing before college, it's like the, write, the content itself is good. But, but the like, grammar no. may know, it, it probably sounded more like poetry, if I'm being honest. <laughs> because they're like, wow, he's taking a lot of liberties with his grammar. No, I, I had Dylan read through my whole thesis and correct all the grammar mistakes. Yeah. Wow, Dylan, you're really being shouted out like so many times <laughs> in this podcast if you're listening. Um, okay, cool. Is there anything else that you want to say like on the international student piece or are you good to move on? I think I'm good, yeah. Um, okay, cool. So the next topic I wanted to ask you about was just like reflections on Harvard mm-hmm. um, because you're graduating soon, which is weird. Crazy. Um, so um, yeah, I guess like my first question is, as a senior, like looking ahead to graduation, like what are some of the thoughts and emotions that you felt like in terms of your past four years and also looking ahead? Yeah. <laughs> Medical school. I think, yeah, it's it's been really quick. I, I know yeah. everyone probably says this, but it's like, I think I remember coming in and being like, wow, I'm going to spend four years here. It's going to be like so long. I'm going to do so many things. Mm-hmm. You never ended up doing as many things that you thought you yeah. were going to do. Yeah. And I think one of the biggest uh, lessons that you can learn here is that that's fine, that, mm. that you're not going to be able to do a lot of the things that you thought you were going to do. Yeah. Um, because you come in with all these sort of expectations and part of Harvard is like beating you down until you realize that sometimes you can't do everything that you had planned on doing and that's completely fine. Yeah. Um, and I think Harvard has just helped me become more like understanding of my own limits mm. i think that's one of the biggest things and i think having a year online due to COVID, that wasn't ideal but it's also helped make things seem a lot faster because like we just yeah. lost that year yeah it sort of just felt like a fever dream like i no, woke literally. up to class no, turned on zoom yeah i don't <laughs> even know what that was <laughs> yeah. are you excited to graduate or are you more sad or both i think i'm excited i'm like I think you're ready I'm, for your next I, I'm chapter. really ready. Yeah. I'm really ready because like, I think a lot of people, they'll have like regrets about like classes that they didn't take or whatever. But like in my last year, I finished a lot of primates. So I did like completely random classes. Yeah. But I'm being honest, I did a lot of like graduate level biology classes um, that are super easy. I need recommendations. <laughs> yeah. Um, and they didn't have any exams assignments. Mm. So I was really chilling. So I had a lot of time to like think and reflect mm. and like, really just enjoy the experience so that's what I would recommend mm-hmm. yeah so you're excited to like leave Harvard <laughs> or I just mean, yeah, like... <laughs> go across the river <laughs> no you're still gonna be at Harvard though loose, yeah. <laughs> um no I'm excited to be done with undergrad mm-hmm. yeah I think it's it's so four years is like longer than in New Zealand and Australia like undergrad is like three years so oh, four wow, years is really on the long end oh. um yeah so I'm ready to move on yeah let the children take over (laughs) um okay what do you wish you could tell like your freshman self or your sophomore self Mm. about college or life yeah i think i would encourage my younger self to like 
really just worry less. Mm. I think that's a really big thing. A lot of this, you, you have this pressure that everyone has pressure when they go into Harvard, right? Whether it's pressure from family, pressure from friends or pressure just internally. Yeah. And I think a lot of the times you just have to balance that pressure with the reality of what mm. you're doing. Yeah. Um, and I think being able to come to terms with that pressure and being able to admit like when you just physically can't do something and when you're going down a path that might not be the best for you, I think being able to re recognize that or even just being able to have the right support network in place to help you recognize that yeah. is, is going to be really important. Mm. Yeah. Were there like times where you felt a lot of pressure and then you kind of had to like switch something or like yeah i think i think in freshman year i i like had a lot of doubts about whether or not i wanted to pursue medicine mm -hmm. that's one of the big things for me because now coming out of high school like i sort of wanted to pursue medicine like that's what i would have studied straight away in university in australia and new zealand yeah but coming here i'm not studying medicine straight away so there's like so many different options I thought about studying like applied math. I sort of mm. thought about like different career path, like computer science, tech, right? Like finance consulting. And I think it took me like a while to realize that these different career paths, like while they're all interesting in their own ways, don't, won't give me the same amount of fulfillment as I do in mm. directly helping other people through like medicine. And I think that really shifted in my junior year of coming back and realizing that this is something that I wanted to do yeah. instead of like, continue to have like a broad range of options i think i think there there, there comes to a time where you need to like narrow down yeah. your focus mm -hmm. and not just being like the renaissance man of doing like everything so yeah. you need to be able to really focus in order to achieve especially for something like medical school you really yeah. need to have like a sort of focused approach and i think i was on the more unfocused side so my original mm -hmm. plan was actually to do a gap year before applying to medical school because that would like give me more time to like do more extracurriculars do more shadowing like get more clinical experience because that was the due to COVID, that yeah. was like really hard to get. And I decided against doing that because my backup for medical school was like to go back to Australia and that would start in like January. So yeah. I would already be like half a year mm. out anyways. And if that I do sense. like a gap year and then I don't get into a school that I want and then go back to Australia, then that'll be like two and a half years. So it's like, there's just like That's a what, lot yeah. of time. So then I just, I actually only just decided that I was gonna apply the cycle to medical school and like, january of last year so it was like a very late decision that i did and i was like sort of like scrambling to get everything together get shadowing do the mcat um but i think being able to just really put your foot down and be like this is my goal is going to be really important because like do you think i guess freshman year like no one really has like i guess there's some people who like know exactly what they want to do yeah but like i feel like people generally like are just kind of like people switch concentrations yeah, yeah. like no i, I can I also think, be stressful i think it's I good i think the people that switch concentrations have a clearer grasp mm. than the people that come in super clear because yeah. the people that come in super clear there's like one or two two people right um you're either you you're actually clever you actually know the future and you're like i will continue to <laughs> like this one thing that i've decided yeah. since i was 16 yeah. um which is like one percent point five percent of the time um, and the, the other thing is just like, you, you do the thing that you think you really want because you've convinced yourself or you've let other people convince you mm. that this is what you want to do when in actual fact, you've never actually had like wow. a, a lot of time or effort or being able to test this hypothesis, yeah. right? being able to like test whether or not this is something you really do. Um, so I think 
having doubt is good because when you're just a complete believer in something that's when you should realize that like maybe you're not having the bigger picture in mind Mm. and maybe you're not taking in an account of everything because like nothing is like that set yeah no that's a really good point um so you were originally going to do applied math and then you switched to mcb or was no so i never switched so i was always just like i was really just on the fence until like declaring a concentration and i only ended up declaring mcb because it was the thing that i had crossed off the most requirements Mm, for yeah um, by doing pre-med classes and then while talking to the advisor i was going between like the bio concentrations like neuro um oeb like Mm -hmm. ib and Mm -hmm. mcb um and also like applied math bio and i was just like planning ahead of like all the classes that i would have to take for each one yeah and mcb was just like i just need like a few more classes and Mm -hmm. i was done Mm -hmm. and i thought that like i could be applied math and name but i could also just finish this concentration and then just do more applied math classes if i wanted to so then there was like no nothing to bind me to like having to take these extra classes i think Mm -hmm. is something that i really um but i think it's different for other people some people might need the requirement or else they're like oh yeah i just need that hanging over me yeah in order for me to do that so it's Mm -hmm. different um so like what are the biggest lessons you've learned here at harvard um and then also like tying into that what are your thoughts on like a work-life balance and do you think you've achieved that because you're gonna need that for med school (laughs) (laughs) yeah i think my biggest lesson that i've learned is that like you actually need sleep yeah (laughs) because in freshman year i was like oh i could just do it i just stay up to like 3 a.m three days in a row and it's it's you actually it's actually scary how obvious your productivity decreases Mm. and how your mental capacity just decreases so i'll like stay up and then it'll it'll just be like i physically cannot write sentences anymore not that i could because i don't know grammar but like (laughs) (laughs) but it was actually scary because it was like i actually can't formulate a sentence and i actually just have to stop and then i realized that like if i just slept more the the next day i probably would have gotten more done Mm. so just the importance of sleep the importance of um not leaving things to actually actually I, I I think now I've sort of realized that with work and like with deadlines and stuff eventually you'll, you'll get the thing done yeah, right like yeah. like with exam studying as well it's like you the exam will pass and you will still be here and yeah. it'll be fine like you might not do as well as you th- you would like on the exam but that's something that you could work on for next time like mm-hmm. at each moment you have to think about like is there something that I could do right now? And if there isn't, there's not much use like mm-hmm. being sad or moping about it. You yeah. just have to sort of move on and take that as a lesson. Mm-hmm. Um, instead of being like, ah, oh, I could have should have started my thesis like a, a month earlier rather than like two days mm-hmm. before the deadline. <laughs> um, I hope you didn't do that. <laughs> yeah. But yeah. I think going back onto work life balance, I think that's something that's really important to me. So yeah. I I definitely um really through freshman year and through how rough my experience was in freshman year um I really got a big grasp on like work-life balance and being able to just being like blocking out time for work but also blocking out time just for like relaxation and like going for a walk going for a run playing sports I think that's something that's really important to me and something that I like sort of neglected in first Mm -hmm. year I'm like oh I don't I don't need to like 
exercise <laughs> <laughs> and like I'll, like I'll be fine oh i'm so busy like i shouldn't like go to volleyball practice i like yeah. i shouldn't play tennis but then those things actually help me to work better yeah after i do them so mm. it's like realizing that um, mm. yeah. are you scared for like med school and what that how that's going to translate to med school or do you think mm. you're still going to have to like are you, do you think you're still going to really like make that a priority yeah, I think I'm still going to make that a priority. And honestly, I think I'm, I'm ready to, I, I keep saying this to people and people are like a little bit scared, but I'm like, I'm, I'm ready to turn my brain off and go to medical school because it's mm. like, it's more, it's less um, difficult in the sense that you don't have to think that much. It's more just like memorization. You're just memorizing mm. like an ungodly amount of content yeah. um, in medical school. And That's in that sense, it's like, easier than college right you don't have to know organic chemistry mechanisms yeah. <laughs> right? oh, that's so triggering right now Stop. <laughs> like you don't have to solve anything in material it's just like mm. here are like all the muscles in your face and that and what they mm. do and are you able to recall them like or what yeah. all the cranial nerves do yeah um, and it's just like a different type of learning um, yeah. yeah also i feel like college comes with like so not that i i'm sure medical school comes with like so many other things too but i feel like college like there's like so many other things to stress out about. Yeah. I don't know. Whereas yeah. like med school, you're kind of just like, I don't know. I feel like it's a lot different. And also you're going to still be here and you're like more used to like in college when you first got here, you kind of had like that period yeah. where you were a little homesick and stuff like that. But like you've been yeah. in America for quite some time. So yeah, I think it's mm. just called growing up. Yeah. No, you're so old. Are you 22? I am 22. Yeah. When did you turn 23? January, right? January. I thought it was just no first i tried to t text ben happy birthday and i texted him a month early and then i texted it like not even the same day because yeah because i was at a different time and i was like yeah. wow <laughs> this is really sad <laughs> i tried you tried um okay so i guess like last piece about this now that you've gone through like all of college almost all of college um what is like your best piece of advice to any high schoolers or underclassmen or people like me who are still <laughs> struggling <laughs> yeah i think i think the most important thing is just to like I, I think i've said this before but just to realize that like it's not that deep <laughs> like just i think just, all upperclassmen say that so it must yeah. be like a very hard learned lesson yeah Harvard. yeah i think you you you, you sort of tunnel vision on the thing that you're doing yeah and that's that's fine in high school like you have this tunnel vision it's like i need to get into college like, yeah. that's the one thing i need um and then maybe when you're in college you're like i need to get into medical school but then once you actually reach the end of the journey you're like actually like it's it's not that deep like the, mm. this, this is not like the one thing that will define yeah people. so many people do so many different things so many people apply to medical school more than once yeah. and that's completely fine like once they're doctors you don't it doesn't, you know, it doesn't matter right yeah. it's like you're not gonna ask like oh like what was your you're not gonna go to your like family doctor and be like how many times yeah. did you apply to medical school mm -hmm. right it's like it's all about just having the perspective that like when you look back on these experiences it's going to be okay and yeah. it's really just not as 99 of the time it's not as deep as you mm, think yeah um, yeah in terms of like the relationships that you've made here like do you think you've really like found people here that you are going to be friends with for a long time yeah. um, and like communities and stuff like that that you've gained a lot from yeah i think for sure i think i've i've really just sort of honed in on the groups of people that i do really really appreciate yeah. and sort of like 
weeded out. Like you like, like narrow down. You really narrow yeah. down. Yeah. You really realize that like you you don't have time for like superficial friendships or like acquaintances yeah. that like you never yeah. see. And it's like it's fine. You can still be friendly with them when you see them. I think the pandemic really also helped yeah. to hide that where you just don't you have to make a conscious effort to hang out with people or else or like schedule Zoom chats or mm. else you actually like never see them. You never see yeah. them. But then you but then you're like, oh, it's actually fine if I don't see them. Like, <laughs> like I think when you're in person, you're like, oh, I gotta see them, or like, yeah. oh, like we won't talk anymore, or whatever. Yeah. But then through the pandemic, you're like, oh, I think that cuts them. people off. <laughs> <laughs> well, no, I, no, I think, I'm just I think, kidding. I, think, I do that too. <laughs> no, I think it's I think it's mutual. I think people realize that, yeah. and it's it's good. I think in freshman year, you try to like have as many friends as possible, yeah. and that's really at least for me that was really exhausting yeah so yeah. i think being able to just not do that like, yeah is, is really good because at the end of the day like as long as you just have a few friends that you're close to and not, like are your support system that's really all you need yep wow i can't believe you're grad you and dylan and kevin are all graduating yeah. that's so weird what are you gonna do this summer i'm gonna be back home Mm. um just to renew my visa like yeah. there's a family friends and then i'm gonna be in australia for a bit visiting mm. my girlfriend and then i'll be back in boston and then wait does med school start in august yeah august 1st oh maybe i'll see you because i'll be back at lab oh i haven't really? been, been in the lab this oh. entire semester <laughs> i was like i told my mentor i was like i'll come back in the fall yeah i actually do miss lab a lot mm. so i'll be there yeah Harlem nice. med's really pretty yeah. Oh, yeah. You'll be on. You'll, you'll be in Boston Children. No, it's like is? I'm at Longwood. Okay. I yeah. Um, at the research building. So yeah, nice. Nice. You can come say hi. Yeah. <laughs> that's so weird. One time I went to lab over the summer and I saw their graduation. They were like all graduating Ooh. on the quad, and I was like, wow, <laughs> that's gonna be <laughs> fun. <laughs> that's so cool. Um, but yeah, I guess that's all I have for today. Is there anything else you want to say for? thanks for being on this podcast uh and for chatting with me thank you for Um, having me i feel like i was like everyone would joke they're like you should have been on because of his accent and i was like (laughs) okay (laughs) it's finally happening um but yeah thanks so much for being on this podcast um and thank you guys for listening um yeah i will see you guys in two weeks and honestly, I think I only have like a couple more episodes before the end of the semester, which is so crazy. But thanks guys for sticking around. Um, yeah, bye. <laughs> bye.